Master Tavern Keepers, History of the Old World. Well, you've piqued my interest with that comment, Master Tavern Keeper. Go on then, get to it. Tell us about your man, Odral. Why, but of course. It will be my pleasure. Odral the Devout, much like Engla Brack was, before she became Matric of the Sea, that is, was a senior priest of Manan albeit around four centuries ago. He was a pious man, by all accounts, a true devotee of the sea god Manan, but a man with an obsession that exceeded his piety, one that he was fortunate enough to intertwine with his devotion to his deity. His obsession, before you ask Heinrich, was exploration. He wanted to explore and open up the vistas of our fated place, for all of us here in the old world. Not only this, though. He was also an innovator, and part of his obsessive energy was poured into pioneering many new techniques in the field of navigation and cartography. As a result of these uh, three prongs to his trident, his achievements and legacy, both acknowledged and unacknowledged, stand tall in the annals of maritime history. Indeed, it was his example that led to many temples of Manon sponsoring explorers and merchants to go forth from the old world to plough the high seas, uh, just so long as they took priests of Manon with them to aid in their... Uh, uh, Voyaging, of course, and, uh, well, with that, they went to many treasure-laden, faraway lands. Oh, and uh, to bring things into the present era, with the current civil strife plaguing the Empire, as the cults of Ulrich and Sigmar and their uh, puppet emperors duke it out, I suspect that this practice will only increase as the cult of Manon tries to keep its head out of the firing line and their grip on the oily ropes of political power. Anyway, back to Odral. Despite his much lauded example, he is not a man without controversy. Officially, the cult of Manon have placed him on a high pedestal, for he is no less than the spiritual founder of the Order of the Albatross, the prime sect in the cult, and thus Odral is regarded as all but a saint. But um, the final hurdle between him and beatification is, as yet, insurmountable, due to uh, question marks over some of his discoveries, which I will return to presently. First, Let's start with what little we know of his early life. 
According to the records that have survived the centuries, it appears that he was born in Marienburg into a family with strong connections to important mercantile elements in the city. There is strong evidence to support the claim that he was the son of a greatly esteemed mapmaker. Although it is not a definite evidence, it has to be said. Anyway, rumours abound that tragedy struck and Odral lost his family before he came of age. And it is said that this drove the impressionable youth into the open arms of the cult of Manan. One tale I heard told how his parents were lost out on the great ocean. Another story said that they were washed out to sea by a freak storm. Yet another went on to claim that they were the victims of demons that crawled out from a sea fog. And finally, there was one that told how they had actually been murdered by the cult of Manan themselves so that they could lay claim to the nascent genius of Odral. Who knows if there is any truth to any of these, though, or if they are simply banter from the tavern. Odral's initiation into the cult of Manon was said to be much like that of Engler Brack, with him being strapped to the mast of a ship that was then sailed out into a storm on the Sea of Claws. Obviously, uh, he survived. From this point on, he quickly rose through the hierarchy of the Temple of Manon in Marienburg to become their youngest senior cleric in their history. However... Odral was not a man to stay put, and rather than holding himself up in the High Temple of Marienburg, he spent much of his adult life voyaging on the sea, both far and wide, as well as founding chapels and shrines dedicated to Manan along the coast of the Sea of Claws and Great Ocean. Engler herself actually spent part of her early years as a priestess taking a tour of these places of worship. Odral was uh, someone she greatly admired and respected, you see. She told me the following with regards what she found. Noon, the places of worship established by Odral the Devout included several large temples and a good number of smaller monasteries situated on islands and cliffs around the coasts of the Sea of Claws. These are well documented, but not so well known are the small hermitages and grottos dedicated to him that can also be found. I was most surprised to find more than a few still occupied and immaculately maintained. Uh, that said, of course, just as many were abandoned and in ruins. As to the nature of all of these structures, noon, I actually saw a wide variety of buildings, from plain wooden shacks to ornate edifices dedicated with pearls and coral. That said, they all had three things in common. Each possessed a statue to Manan, although the size and quality varied greatly. Each had a decent-sized gathering space, and, lastly, all were close to water, 
although admittedly none had anything as elaborate as the courtyard of the high temple in Marienburg. You know the one, the one that floods at high tide. Oh, and that reminds me, I think it was the attempts by the previous high priests of my own temple here in Altdorf to replicate this feat that has led to our rotting, mouldy catacombs. I do so hope the proposed plan to demolish the temple and rebuild it on Reichgott, an island situated in my beloved River Reich, about half a mile downstream from Altdorf, comes to fruition. If not, then I tell you both this. If I ever become a matriarch of the sea, I will be sure that the temple does move. Be gone to this rotting place. Noon, complaining aside, I did, however, encounter some other unusual places dedicated to Manan as I followed in the footsteps of Odral. Most surprising of these were the floating temples. These were permanently moored to many coastal quays and were almost exclusively ancient boats within which have been built shrines to our Lord. They were beacons to the faithful in some of the uh, more inhospitable and inaccessible places on our coastlines. As a, of course, as well as being lifelines to any ancient mariners in their dotage who were holed up in these near-forgotten harbours. Of course, I was surprised to find some that are still able to sail and, in fact, slowly move up and down the coasts, visiting ports and fishing villages that do not have established temples or shrines to Manan. Let me tell you, it is a cause for much celebration when one of these pulls into port. And so, suffice to say, Odral was a man with itchy feet. Or uh, itchy sea legs, if you prefer. <laughs> Ark, that was probably lice. No, 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 not literally. It's a euphemism in old Reichspiel. It means he didn't like to stay put in one place. Oh, yeah, 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 much like my own father. My father was a uh, rolling stone. Wherever he laid his helmet was his home. And when he died, all he left us was alone. Ah, but Heinrich, you're selling him a bit short there. For, insofar as I can tell, was he not also a mercenary and a vampire hunter? Oh, yeah, those are both true, but uh, far from the whole picture. Oh, really? I think I'd like to hear more, though. Why don't you tell us a bit more about your father? And I tell you what, I'll sweeten the deal with a bottle of rum. Ooh, yeah, well, in that case... Ah, I'm not sure that's such a good idea. Accept, Messi, I'll stick in the mud. It'll be fine. I take full responsibility for young Heinrich here. Oh, why thank you, Master Alchemist. But uh, I will not say a word until the Master Tavernkeeper here has finished telling us about this Odral. There have been too many tangents in these stories already this evening. Ah, very true, and my apologies for all that. Well, in that case, Heinrich and Cedric and the Neophytes, I'd better crack on. 
Back to Odral it is. So, despite Odral being a priest belonging to the city of Marienburg, he spent much of his life at sea, as I said. In this capacity, he acted as both a missionary and a cartographer. He travelled from port to port, preaching to the simple folk whose livelihoods depended on the sea, Manon's realm, as well as mapping the treacherous sandbanks of the northern imperial coast, creating a valuable cartographic resource still used today by mariners, although, admittedly, some features of his maps have changed in the intervening 400 years. However, it was his longer journeys for which he is most remembered, and it is these that have caused the most speculation, debate, and controversy in the years since. But, uh, well, before we dive into all that, a drink, methinks. <laughs> 